0: From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin', watchin' Netflix How much time's gone by We're talkin' TV From Suits to Supernatural Talkin' TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big
1: Bang with Orphan Black True Detective.
0: Get in crack,
1: The Walking Dead, the Get into Geek, we're talking Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Episode 10, Past Life, we're finally here. My name is Mitch, I'm talking to Matty.
0: Yo, what's doing Mitch? Oh, I,
1: I stopped, I stopped <laughs> myself. I went to say doing, and I bit my tongue, and I thought, this is an awkward silence, I'm going to have to edit out of the podcast.
0: Yeah. What's happening, Mitch? What are you doing? What's up? What's um, happening? I
1: don't know much, mate. I'm um, just uh, recording a podcast today with some bloke. Oh, yeah? Some bloke. yeah. Who Yeah, you doing that nah, with? I'm not a big fan of him, to be honest. I just want to leave that behind. That, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, it sounds boring, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mate, I'm well. I'm well. been watching TV, oh, so past life. Here we are, last week, we're saying, what could this possibly mean? Um, look, it's well down in my notes, but let's jump straight to it. The seer. It, it ended up being all about the seer, and when they mentioned it along the way, as you know, you, immediately you're wondering who the seer is. Obviously, it's, if he's got a seer, it's got to be someone important, Cassius. Uh, then when they mention it's a woman, or a she, or something, whoever mm. refers to it as being a female character, so you like narrowing it down. Is it female character that we know? Has he somehow brought back to life Robin? I don't know where he would yeah. have gotten their body from, but what, what, how? Fucking Elena? What? Right. Holy shit, did my mouth drop? And I was sort of making notes in my notepad, you know, about stuff I wanted to talk to you about in this podcast. I just sort of like froze and just like dropped the pen and was just like, what? Ha- what? What, just, what? Literally what just happened mm. and how? And I thought, I don't even know the actress's name, but who plays Elena Yo-Yo did that really well. She Her... her yeah, our present, our, our Elena play that really well. Just yeah. the shock value of what the friggin' hell was going on.
0: Look now, now I know out of the two of us in the room, you are you are the father, but I'm going to take the dad joke here. <laughs> yeah, Sora, ugh, oh, she looks pretty armless. Hey, hey, hey now, be- 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 I
1: wrote that down because I remember you saying something like in the comics or 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 whatever that that is that was what happened to Yo Yo at some stage. Yeah,
0: yeah, she loses her arms from basically where she lost them, like yeah. between the shoulder and the elbow.
1: Now, where do we see it? it was the end of last season? It was it in the framework or before or after? Whatever, but was it, she was strung up? And, yeah, was that the end
0: of last season, beginning of this season? Because it was like a, oh, there was like a cold yeah. thing. Wasn't it? And they're like, oh, and she said, oh, I felt like they were going to break off. You
1: know what? You're right. Maybe maybe it was the start of this season. Yeah. Well, I, obviously I it would we, have
0: been when we talked about it, but maybe I will, maybe we were throwing back to her being tortured. Yeah. In the framework, but I
1: just remember you saying, "Oh, that's a nice little reference. Mm. That's a payoff for all the all the big geeks out there. They would understand what that reference is. Of course, they're not going to. Of course, they're not going to cut off that character's arms, which technically they haven't because our Elena is still alive and well yeah. and has her arms. But it was nice to at least make that reference, and that was legit. She had no arms. Like yeah. that was. just keep getting more and more brutal like this poor woman who just kept getting killed and reanimated and killed and reanimated for whenever I don't even know what they were I mean they need her for her blood but now she's being used as a seer because she did actually live this out and killed a former version uh, uh, or an an alternate version of Kasai's where we've got to at least think you, you know. She played a part in him dying. Yeah.
0: As we see, he's dead.
1: I mean, there's so much happening in this episode. Well,
0: I think we can confirm my theory as well. Yeah. Because Yo-Yo does basically say she once stood where the other Yo-Yo was. Yeah, yeah. So I think this has to be a Yo-Yo who, like, she stood there. She's since gone back in time, lived through the apocalypse and all that sort of stuff, lost her arms at some point. And now, so she has memory of being the other yo-yo. Yeah, yeah. So I think we have to confirm, yeah. you know, that theory. So
1: yeah, that, that's where, for me, it's a bit like The Matrix or, or 12 Monkeys. Like, have you, I mean, I guarantee you've seen The Matrix, but mm. have you seen the movie 12 Monkeys?
0: Oh, geez. Not in forever.
1: Okay. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to play the spoiler game, but you know, but anyway, let's focus on The Matrix because there is that moment. In the second movie, in, in um, Reloaded, where the... I was going to say Merovingian just because it's a fun name, but uh, the <laughs> Colonel, what's Colonel Sanders' bloke at the end of it called the... Um, the oh, architect? Oh, he's not the an architect. What is he? Um... You know what? I actually cannot remember what his bloody name is. I'm terrible with
0: names. I'm just like, oh, yeah, there's the dreadlock twins. And then there's the the French guy who likes to talk about peeing. (laughs) See,
1: he's the Merovingian, but it's because it sounds French. Um, I do not remember what Colonel Sanders is called. Anyway, we push on. TV guy. Yeah, TV guy. And he sits there and tells Neo that, oh, this isn't the first time you've done this. You're actually... Did he, like, he was like the sixth Neo or something. Yeah. Like He has done this before where you come here, we do this again and again. There's a choice where you could go and save Trinity or you can go through this door. This whole thing starts over again, but it ensures the survival of the human race. And for once he chooses Trinity and that means the end of the human race, but then he actually has to fight back and, and, and do it the right way. Either way, that's what this reminded me of was that... I mean, maybe maybe Yo-Yo keeps this shit to herself. You know, she tries to limit the damage yeah. by keeping it to herself. And that's where, I you know, I love about these, these sort of stories, whether it be time travel or, 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 or premonitions or something where, well, there is a movie where I've seen where a woman gets a premonition and then sets out to try and stop it. But by trying to stop it, she actually enables it to
0: happen. Oh, mate, that's every second episode of Charmed. Yeah right. Alyssa okay. Milano's power was premonition. That's, oh really? Yeah, that's that's what I that's think. All I watched I the
1: pilot when it first came out, and then have <laughs> yeah, haven't, haven't yeah. caught up yet. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, so uh, it. I mean, that in itself is saddening. When she said, "Yeah, I, I was going to say something to you, but I remember it being said to me when mm. I stood in your place." Or. When our yo yo would say something, she's like, Yeah, I remember remember, remember doing yeah. that when I was naive and it's just like, Oh my god, So it's god. all it's all
0: starting to, to fall into place now because I think the the issue that I had a couple of weeks ago was when we saw Robin's flashbacks and we saw like May and Fitzsimmons mm. in that apocalyptic future, they didn't allude to having any memories of Robin as as an old lady or any of the or any of that future stuff that happened. Yeah. So that's where it was a bit confusing. But in much the same way that maybe Yo yo doesn't tell anyone about her seeing her mm. past slash future self. Yeah, maybe they made the same sort of. Uh, it could be a deleted scene, or it could be you know, they like uh, Fitz and 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 May and Simmons and all that sort of stuff. Maybe they made a conscious effort when they went back in time to the like back to our time with a young Robin, not to let her know, like they were there for her death and all that sort of stuff, mm. so they didn't scar this child who's already pretty f-ed up in the head. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, now that. Yo-Yo and Yo-Yo are having this conversation. It's all kind of starting to make sense now. It's been a slow burn. Already. Episode 10, so it's been a pretty slow burn mm. of the logistics. I kind of wish a lot of this stuff had been established in the first sort of three episodes mm. so we understand the time frame and then we can just roll with it. Mm. So, yeah, so now it's all starting to make sense. But I've, And then I kind of feel like we're done with the future now, the way it ended.
1: Yeah, I mean... I don't know. It, it got to like two minutes before the end of the episode. And I'm like... I don't know that they're actually going to do this now. I I think that maybe it'll happen in the first half of the next episode or, I don't know, is someone going to bust in and prevent them from doing it? Because it just seems like for them to travel back before the end of this episode, we've only got 90 seconds left now. How can they possibly wrap up this future line with, you know, the likes of Flint and and even Tess, you know, and they'd gone off to do something? We don't know. Um, Well, I couldn't remember at that stage because I was so focused on all this monolith shit that was going on. Yeah. Then all of a sudden the monolith crushes down. Mac and and Yo Yo don't seem to even be in the room yet. Um, The big explosion happens when Enoch, Enoch, we're going to talk about Enoch. Oh my God. Yeah. He explodes. um, Zeke seems to perish. And then it cuts outside to the ship and you've got. Flint, you've got Tess, and they're like, well, let's hope they, you know, I mean, they made it back. Yeah, we've got a good feeling anyway. And she gives him the little, like, globe.
0: Yeah, like a little key ring that held the... It had like a US. That was it had like a USB device in it or something. Something it like to operate that. The, yeah, yeah. 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 The, oh no, the key to open up the thing where they found the radio. Yes, yeah. That's what it was. And she's
1: like, "Here's your, um, here's the template. Basically, here's your plans." Yeah. I'm like, put are the you, earth back are together. Are you going to put the earth back together? Like this could could hardly lift a rock two days ago. Yeah. He just built a time machine out of limestone, and now he's going to put a planet back together. But here's the
0: problem, though. If our, and they didn't ever address this, if our team has now gone back to the past and yeah. they prevent this future. Yeah. Tess and Flint were probably never born.
1: Absolutely, and that's why I thought: Are they going to say that to Zeke when he's like saying to Enoch, "Hang on, if well, you get blown up and stuff, I guess that I guess that's pretty bad news for the guys sitting next to you." Oh yeah, you'll be atomized, mate. You're shit out of luck. <laughs> but I thought maybe Enoch, do you say in your you know bland way of, of of communicating, which is fine, I love it. Do you say, "Well, don't worry, if if this succeeds." you'll never go through this struggle. You know, you'll know. Yeah. you be born into a time where the earth is luscious and green and your parents don't die from battling an alien race and so on and yeah, so I forth mean, I, to make I, him I feel better. Their,
0: I get that they're dumb future people who've never had a, a, an education and they don't understand it, but it's like, surely they understand that by getting these people to, like these people were brought into the future to change it. Mm. So now they're going back into the past to change it. Did they not think, oh, well, if the world isn't destroyed, my parents may never meet, or my parents may never be born. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit... Hmm. Well, back to... um... Especially given that Flint is obviously, like, isn't there, like... Didn't they mention in early episodes there's, like, controlled breeding? You can't just have a baby. So there's, like, controlled breeding because Cassius wanted more inhumans, more people who were going to crust over and become an inhuman. So it's like, yeah, so there's really a very slim chance that Tess or or Flint are ever going to be born. Hmm. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's a very depressing episode when you really sit and <laughs> think about it. Back I with- kind
0: of wanted, when they had their little moment in the ship and they yeah. held up the thing, I kind of wanted them to just, like, disappear. Yeah, yeah, You absolutely. know, do that do that cool thing. Dust- but, then, but then I guess it also would then confirm that Coulson and the team have changed the future already. Yeah. So I guess in this way it's like, well, they've gone back, but they've got to succeed in changing the future. Mm. You know, it's that whole, well, the, the ripple effect. You can throw a... You know, you can throw a stone into a river and the ripples, but eventually the... Yeah, um, the river flows on the yeah. way it intended. Yeah, so it's like thing, just because yeah. they've gone back in time and they're going to actively try and stop it from happening doesn't mean it might not still happen. Mm. So I guess that's why they didn't do the old sort of, you know, back to the future, just fading away kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I would say this
1: show has just done that so that it doesn't ruin it for us because you would think, because they are so far in the future, oh, and literally as soon as they send them back, They should disappear and everything should disappear. The Earth should be put back together if they succeed. And let's be honest, they'll succeed because we're not going to go back and the end of this season is going to be the Earth getting destroyed because this takes place in the same as the Netflix movies and the the films. Yeah. As the Netflix series.
0: Try and write that into Iron Fist Season (laughs) 2. Yeah.
1: (laughs) They've already got the great dusting to worry about from uh, from Avengers Infinity War. So, of course, they're going to survive, but... I don't know why, but for some reason I just I, I was thinking about the Terminator there, but that sort of did work in a in a different way where the end of say T two when you know they destroy the T one thousand and they throw the chip and the arm into the Yeah you know, pit of um of boiling Molten Lava Molten Lava. Magma. Magma. <laughs> and they're like, Well hang on, that's it, we're done now and then Arnie sort of turns and goes, No, 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 but there's still me and yeah. as long as I'm here there's a chance that someone's gonna find this shit. I mean, you know, now that we're comparing it to this version of time travel, as soon as Arnie disintegrated, then maybe none of that happened. Okay. Let's not get into it. <laughs> um, that's a whole other podcast. Well,
0: That's several podcasts. I'm glad you've cleaned down the whiteboard because we may need it. Oh my
1: God. I didn't even think about that. The possibilities <laughs> are endless now. Um... Yeah, maybe with Cassius with and uh, and using Yo Yo as his seer. And I was saying last week, before I knew who it was, and thank God, that his seer must be shit because she mm. hasn't told him about a lot. But she obviously got pretty. Like, maybe she was only answering the questions that she was asked. Or even when she was asked the right questions, she lied through her teeth. Like, the idea of him sending Sonara. Out to the Zephyr, and you know him not knowing that she was dead because yeah. he seemed pretty genuinely surprised and saddened by the fact that she was dead. I mean, he he was okay last week. He was a false god, not to go a Stargate on get into the Stargate <laughs> podcast. Um, but he was mental in this, this this episode,
0: talking to dead bodies, like having conversations with himself. I did like that. Um... Gemma had her final moment with Kas- I thought it was weird yes. though. Yes. They're all waiting for um the the monolith to activate. Flint and Tessa, okay, we're gonna go because we've got a future to, you know, help rebuild all that mm. sort of stuff. They leave and they're like, No, it's too dangerous for you to go. But they leave and then like it's like a staggered leaving, like at some point in the next minute or two, Gemma leaves on her own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah to go and find Yo-Yo and Mac and then have this final showdown with Cassius, which I'm glad she did. Yeah. But then I was like, but Mac got the killing blow? Mm. I'm like, oh, like he just met Cass Well, I mean, yes, they did have that um, that face-to-face, was it last week with, yeah. the, with the bomb and all that sort of stuff. So, but I, I feel like Cassius and Gemma had a much more sort of intimate, disturbing relationship mm. and it's like I almost feel like it would have been more cathartic for her to get the killing blow rather mm. than Mac. All... I mean, yes, yes, Casayas killed the fake yo yo in front of Mac, yeah. but it's like, well, he was mourning yo yo for like a minute before the real yo yo showed up, and she was like, that wasn't me.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he was still in the mourn, and for me, I guess that's not Gemma. I know that she went through some serious shit with. Esaias, but she's not a killer like she can, absolutely, she's a trained shield agent, mm. but like there was even that moment in this episode where those three Kree soldiers walked in and they were like, oh no and they were going to raise a gun, and Fitz goes, no no, hang on click, and up comes like, you know, this cable yeah, and slices their f***ing heads off, yeah, and just and I can't even think of where else I've seen that, but just how slow that form of death is, where it's such a clean cut, yeah. That you don't I couldn't even tell which one of them had been cut because they seem to still be moving their eyes slowly as all their nerves and yeah. brainwaves were cut off from their body and then their heads just, <laughs> just slide onto the floor. <laughs> and they look and afterwards they see the fits and he's like, Oh yeah, that's why I had to kill those guys. Sorry I did it in front of Flint and all this. I'm like, I'm pretty sure everyone was fing disturbed that you did that, man. Yeah. Like I get you're angry. I get you're angry. You had to sleep for seventy years just to get here. But that was pretty messed up. That's brutal. That's
0: some, like, you know, serial killer cut. Like, laying that trap out. It's like if he just had a little gadget in his pocket that he threw out and did that, awesome. But it's like he set that up. Yeah. He's gone full, like, you know, Elmer Fudd in the woods, like, setting up a trap type thing. It's like Kevin
1: McAllister on meth. Like, just going so crazy. So I guess, yeah, like, Gemma probably deserved to do that deed more. But for me, I'm not so worried... I didn't honestly think about it at the time, but now that we're talking about it, I'm like, ah, Gemma's not really one to kill. Would she have done it if she had the chance? Well, yeah,
0: because she tried to slash his throat, remember? She just missed, and and, like, she full on like grabbed his head and went like cheek to cheek. Yeah. But for some reason he... Kasai certainly ended up having like a like a like, small cut yeah, on his cheek. Know, I was actually
1: looking at it in this episode. I'm like, oh, well, he's got a scar there. I wonder mm. what happened in that backstory. And then I remembered, no, no, hang on, that was when we thought you were dead yeah. as a character because so you like, throat I slit. feel like
0: she went for the killing blow there. She's yeah. just not very good at it. Was that
1: reactionary? It? Like, you know, because was, she was done. she, was, she it was all over and then all of a sudden Fitz is there and they get the right signal and it's like, okay, let's kill everyone. It was mm. like, whereas that she sort of, planned to go so i was glad that she her killing blow wasn't en- enabling him to have the same pain that she went through and yeah and so that was that was really good what actually got me more so about mac doing it i mean it was a really cool shot where he'd like twist the axe part yeah. of his gun so around it's more so like it's protruding. more of a bayonet but then when he stabbed Cassius, sure the blade comes through but like the, the rest of the gun six yeah. inches of the gun came through as well and i'm like how did how did that push through your body? Yeah,
0: it's like, and they do that a lot in um, The Walking Dead, but then they sort of play it off as like, oh, they're decaying bodies, so their yeah. bones are a lot softer and yeah, blah, blah, blah blah them blah. You push over blah, and they'll blah. explode. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I was just like, oh. <laughs> just, oh, it's it's that black stuff he took. That's it's made him really easy. Really, oh really, yeah, what the frigging was with half.
1: that? He actually like started. I I think that was where the actor and I don't know how he sounds in any other job or in real life because I'm I'm still not sure who it is. I haven't looked it up. I just know mm. him as Cassius, but. When he started like really just screaming out profanities and I felt like his real accent started coming through or at least the way that he pronounces his words. I think, you know, he's fighting Mac and he's like, I'm going to beat your body with your own skull. Yeah. Man, settle down. Have a snickers. (laughs) Bloody hell. It actually
0: reminded me of like the final, final episode of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. Nathan Fillion is the big bad in that. Oh, really? He plays um, a preacher and he's, like, been possessed by, like, the first evil, the ultimate evil that can just, you know. And, like, Buffy fights him and stuff and kills him in the second last episode. Spoiler alert for a 15-year-old show. (laughs) But then right at the end, he stands up, and his eyes are, like, bleeding black sludge. And he's like, you ready to finish this, bitch? (laughs) It just reminded me so much of that. And, again, she kills him with an axe, but he's, like, this real, like, creepy, like, Kitty fiddler, little girl type character, like because yeah. he's, he's a priest in it, um, and he keeps calling all the slayers dirty girls and stuff. So she, with her axe, actually slices him, in, uh, slices him in half through the middle, From... but nuts first. Oh, good. So it's good like form. underneath, and then goes all the way up yeah. and splits him in two. And it just, it just reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, that oh, was brutal. Like I, yeah, I do kind of wish that maybe it was like that cliche of. Like Cassius and Mac were like thrown to the ground, like his his rifle was, you know, slid off, mm. and like Cassius was like choking Mac on the ground or something like that, and then Gemma was the one that came up, like picked up the axe, yeah. and jabbed him in the back with it, yeah, like so she wasn't just killing him in cold blood; she was saving Mac's life. Yeah, I just think that would have had a little bit more uh, emotional resonance with all the stuff that she went through, mm. like all that emotional abuse she went through with Cassius, to give her that sort of relief. Yes, I. I, you know, obviously, Yo-Yo, like Future Yo-Yo, has been a captive of his for decades, probably. Mm. But it's like, well, we've only just found out about that. Yeah. Whereas it's like, I feel like, uh, I feel like Gemma spent what three or four episodes. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. And that felt like a long time. Mm. Her being, um, his captive. So I was just like, yeah, I kind of, kind of wish there'd been that little moment there.
1: Yeah. But you know, now Enoch. Um, first episode, we see him and he takes off his skin suit. Just look sort of mm. like rubber, and we see him behind the shower curtain, and he looks like a gangly, like lanky version of ET or something, like mm. you know, the little green Martian. He referred, I think it was last week, they were talking about food, and he's like, "Oh, if I had a stomach, I would like to eat this or something," you know, something like, he, like that. Yeah, he, I'm like, okay, so you haven't got that organ, and I guess you haven't got a lot of others because you're whatever creature. But that's interesting. In this, like, he gets cut open by a Cree soldier and he starts sparking and you're like, okay, so this is a mechanical suit. Okay, fine. But then he starts, yeah, like he uses himself as a power source and refers to himself as, as well, the battery is going to expire. And I'm like, well, what are you? Like,
0: yeah, it's like Chronicom sounded a little bit artificial, but yeah. I think that was just the chrono meaning time aspect of mm. it to me just sounded like, oh, okay, just because they live a long time. Um, and they're like the seers of the universe, yeah. but yeah, he's obviously some kind of, yeah, I I never took his performance to be robotic. I took it as alien because mm. he was just, he wasn't speaking his native language or anything like that. Yeah. He was just very, you know.
1: Yeah. So he, I, I, am I'm wondering whether they fully knew what he was going to be in episode 10 when they did that shot in episode one. And I'd like to think that mm. they,
0: why would, why would a robot in a skin suit need to shower? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, he was drinking a lot of that um coconut, coconut water. water.
1: So why does he need it, it when he said I don't have a stomach and then when he refers to being a robot, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you only need a battery, you don't need to ingest Ooh. anything. But maybe the th- coconut
0: water was just lubricant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't think I'd be like, Oh, Enoch. Yeah. But now I suddenly, for some reason, like I just found him like sneakily endearing himself to me. So when he did die, I was like, oh. oh." And
1: even though he has been so helpful so far, I still felt a little bit unsure when he's in that room with the machine that they need to power the monolith or whatever the go was. He's there. Everything's really riding on him to do his job properly. And he's, you know, holding the peace. And I'm just like, man, what if you decide not to? Like you're there to observe the human race. Are you going to help them go back and fix their world so that then you can? I mean, is this all part of what you're there to observe? You know, like mm. should I, I? You know, it's a bit like you know, you think the 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 old Superman movie and and Jor El as you know, his father says, you you can't change human history, you can't, but you can help them do things. You know, because mm. um, didn't
0: they say early on? Uh, what I think it might have been in Rewind when he was chatting with Fitz, it's like no, they are just observers, but they will intervene in like apocalyptic level events or something like that right? and okay. that's the only reason that he was willing to help uh, Fitz yeah, okay. is because Robin had told them that this is how the world ends or something because okay, like. yeah, he did, more he sense, did yeah. have a history with Robin right because yeah. he was the one that knew how to, how to find her and take Fitz to her yeah
1: and I mean at the same time I still I was like completely okay with him helping them out because it wasn't like he even if he is a robot it wasn't like he was black or white or anything. Like he still had emotional no, he was connections. Blue.
0: He was blue. <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, man, I, I was like worried that he died when he got knocked down, but then you know, he's like, no, use me as a battery. And I actually liked his acting, just the way that he's sort of like throwing his face around, his yeah. eyes open, his mouth and jaw twisting weird ways as his body was giving out. And I just liked when he was there going, I think I'm going to, you know, expire sooner. And then whether well, it was Colson or whoever on the radio on the other end, and they're like, just hold out for a little bit longer. I'm like, this isn't a matter of like willpower and adrenaline like it might be for mm. a human who's like, I cannot possibly run any further. It's like, just try and you talk your body into doing something. Like, this is a. Machine for all intents and purposes, and he is running off a of battery. If that battery runs out of power, he can't just go. Oh, I'll push it yeah. on a little bit
0: more. Just flick over to power save mode.
1: Yeah. Flip, flip over to power save, energy saver, mate. Yeah, yeah.
0: turn off your Wi-Fi. <laughs>
1: um, and then the other thing, because um, I want, I really want to get to the, the the end as far as our our, our agents go. Um, but Daisy, very very willing to be left there. In fact yeah. that's it Colson had to shoot her to get her to come back. She's like, Look, you know this will work. And and they're still I'm still not convinced that she even is the cause of the of the end of the world because they're like oh we saw she foot- can't be there's yeah. got to be some other we saw footage of you do- like there near mm. the time that it happened it's like well unless you, I see her actually with her hands to the ground going out of control Peter Petrelli style or something yeah. I do not for one second believe that it's her fault I understand that she thinks that it is and she believes that it is and that's why she said look you guys want to go back and save the world don't take me with you obviously that will work brilliant plan sucks for the TV show going forward Um, sucks for them as characters so I completely then sympathize with Colson going we don't leave anyone behind even if you are the person that does it we will find a way to make you stop now you've got then uh, Elena who's coming back going we can change whatever we want man it's all going to happen the same way and then you've got old yo-yo telling young yo-yo the big decision you guys have to make is to not save Colson's life because that guy's got like some kind of Iron Man 2 sickness in his chest. Yeah, like,
0: which seemed to be from the black goo, wasn't it? It was like uh, the black goo that Cassius put in his like, in his number two yeah. seemed to like drip into a cut or something mm, like mm. that that he had and that, and that seems to be where it was coming from. Yeah. But yeah, I did write down the official, like the actual line she says is Colson is dying and you need to let him. Mm. That's pretty rough.
1: Yeah. And as far as these characters have always done, you know they're not going to do that. You can understand why she would need to reinstate that. You can understand why in every time loop for as long as it's been going on, why they never would have been okay with that decision. Like who knows how many different yo-yos have told a younger yo-yo, this is what you need to do. And then naive young yo-yo has went, sure, we'll find a way around it. And then they go, by the time they get old yo-yo again, they're like, you know what, it, it's no. It's never. You're never going to think of a way. Now, of course, our agents, our television characters, are going to find a way. Um, you've got to think that um, even if they let him die, then he'll come back to life again or a mm. different way. Because I mean, Clark Gregg just started directing episodes in this show. Yeah. Uh, maybe he does. Maybe he does leave. Maybe he's had enough of the show. But. I kind of don't think that's the case. I feel like a, I, I, I start thinking Ooh. myself of me at his age. And it's like, you know what? You're in a cushy little job. You're part of
0: this giant right. franchise. This just, character. Just did a quick little cameo on the Captain Marvel Absolutely. film. Absolutely. It's
1: like, I did a few movies. Then they gave me my own TV show. Even if it looks like it's running out, it's allowed me to get I mean, If they, this TV show doesn't exist, they probably don't put Coulson in Captain Marvel. Mm. I mean, okay, movies and TV are separate and it would be a nice throwback. For movie-only viewers, but I think that definitely helps his case that he's always on the ABC lot. He's always in the Disney family. That he's still making this character relevant and and fun to watch. I've never tired of Colson. I love Clark Gregg yeah. and I love Colson. So please don't go. I mean, and he's
0: changed so much. Like I watched Avengers a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And in five years, he's changed so much. Yeah, Like right. just the way he plays the character, like of all the crap he's been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's aged quite a bit as well. Like and just sort of like because of all the stuff he's been through. Yeah. Kind of, I think they've played that up a little bit.
1: And that's exciting about Captain Marvel too, about what he's going to do with that character. Maybe he's just joining Shield at that stage. Yeah. yeah he's going to be obviously nearly twenty years younger from when we first met him in Iron Man. But yeah, how will he play that role? And I, I wouldn't think be it'll...
0: surprised if he's like, yeah, new recruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. That will be awesome. Now, I've got a couple of things here. Now, I I want to throw out a prediction, mm. but before I do that, Cassius has basically been the big bad this whole thing. Yeah, did he and Coulson ever have a face to face? I don't any- think so. I don't think they did. No. And it's like, so what, what the hell has Coulson been doing this whole time? <laughs> like, I, felt, I I just I just noticed that as you know, Cassius was killed. I was like wait a minute, I yeah. don't think they ever, not even spoke over the radio, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I Ocasias was kind of, you know, focused on Daisy and, and all that sort of stuff. But I was like, I just found that really weird. It is strange, yeah, not to
1: have the two leaders of respective groups. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, my prediction. Mm. Daisy wanted to stay behind so that she couldn't screw up the past. Colson, iced her and is taking her back. Yeah. Doesn't she still have that little inhibitor thing in her neck that stops her from using her powers?
1: Yeah, well, she said that. She's, I don't have my... Oh, no, I think May said it to her when she's like, I want to stay here. She's like, you don't even have your powers at the moment. She's like, yeah, but we'll find a way to fix that. And when I need them, I'll use them. Or we might find a reason for me to use them, and then
0: I'll have to, and then it'll get out of control. Well, here's my theory. Yeah. Now that they're back, like, if, if, if next episode they are back in the past... Is Fitz going to try and remove that? I call it a restraining bolt because, you know, that's <laughs> yes. what the Star Wars guy in me. What if he tries to remove it and it's just too advanced and that's what triggers her powers into potentially yeah, her well. becoming the destroyer of worlds? Yeah. Is that? Maybe maybe that won't be till the end of the season. Maybe there'll be a long arc where she refuses to let anyone touch it. They've obviously spent a lot of money on CG and her powers and stuff for the first half of the season, so maybe they don't have any budget left. To keep showing her powers for the yeah. rest of the season. Um, so maybe towards the end when things will get really bad, they'll be like, she'll finally come around to using her powers. Fitz will try and remove it and that might trigger her or something mm. like that. Because mm. I can't see them doing it in like the very next episode. Yeah. But that's just the fact that that thing is still there. Yeah. Because everyone else had their metrics taken out in their wrists, didn't they? Yeah. They had all yeah. those taken Yo-Yo out. yo had the little thing, yeah. Yeah. So really that's the only piece of future tech that is coming back with them. Mm. So I just wonder if that'll play play a bit of a role.
1: Well, that kind of plays into how I saw this episode, where I've been saying and we've been saying for well this entire season's worth of podcast how Shield, for all the bad that. You know, twenty-two episode network television might give you, especially in shows like this. And I know you've got a lot to say, and have had a lot to say about um, the way that our DC TV shows that we do podcasts on, you know, approach their twenty-two episode arcs and have one key bad guy. And you might have four good episodes with that bad guy or relevant. Otherwise, that bad guy's just there to exist, and then they have filler episodes in between. Mm. And you've got then the Netflix shows. And whether it's your Marvel Netflix, which are 13 episodes and pretty much have the one bad guy throughout, if not, they might have two. It's relatively the same story, but it's half as long. Mm. And I've at least toyed with the idea of make, well, certainly the DC's TV shows, make them half as long as what they are. Have at least just two, have a 22-episode arc But have it as two different stories because Shield. That's what Shield did last season. Has been doing this for at least a couple of years. Especially you look at yes, especially yes, season four where it was Ghost Rider for like nearly the first half of that season. Then it was the LMDs, and then it was the framework. Mm. So it was really three seasons in one. Because you can look at that whole Ghost Rider thing. Compare that to the framework. That's an entirely separate season. But it is in one season. It's just three different and specific arcs that you can quite clearly break up when you watch it. This, if they're going to break it up, I was thinking, yep, yeah, it's going to be set in the future, and then it's going to be set in our present once again. But how do they how do they transition? How do they segue into that naturally? And only through the end of this episode do we go, oh, it's it is really the one story. It is about preventing the destruction of the of the planet but it is going to be separated over two different time periods. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I already feel good about how it, how it seems like it's going to work. Like, future set, we go back to the present, it will feel like a fresh start, but it will be continuing on the one story. And what's going to get us there? Is Daisy actually the bad guy? And if she is, are we going to be able to prevent that? Yeah. Is Colson going to die? I don't know. Yeah, no, who knows? It I, would
0: be cool to have... I mean, Daisy has kind of already been the bad guy, so they'd yeah. have to be careful retreading that when she kind of went rogue. Yeah, and because I and got her, over that. had her goth hair and all that sort that of stuff. That went on
1: for at least an episode or two too long for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope that they don't retread that where she goes, yeah, disappears for three or four episodes or stays pissed off at Colson for bringing her back for three or four episodes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Can, I, uh, can I, as you like to say, tickle your ass with a feather, if I may? Please do. Figuratively, not literally. Well... Well, maybe literally later. Um, next episode's title. Oh,
1: yeah, buddy. Give it to me.
0: All the Comforts of Home. Okay,
1: good. Mm. So I'm guessing things aren't comfortable because um, why would they tell you? Everything works out nicely. <laughs> uh, okay, great. So you've got the monolith. it bleh, all over the place. Mm. Now, yeah, you had Gemma. You had Mac and you had Elena all running back, seemingly not making it into the room when the monolith yeah. melted. But we also don't see the others end up in our present time. So we're not to know that anyone came back, but of course they do. Or do at least some of the people. But yeah, okay, so they're back. They're back in, back in 2018. Surely. Surely. Okay. And so comfort of home. Mm. Jesus. So who knows? Doesn't make me as worried as past life, but at the same
0: time, (laughs) yeah, it's gonna be interesting. And uh, one last thing, I have to mention it because I did mention it last week as well. The nitpick of, you know, sci-fi writers who aren't really like space sci-fi writers trying to write space stuff. Yeah. (laughs) The one thing that really bugged me is when they're trying that, doing that whole decoy thing with Cassius at the start, and they drop the little containment cell out of the Zephyr. And it airlocks perfectly with the lighthouse. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. That's that's <laughs> too convenient. <laughs> it's like fits just de- like fits design that contain. It's only supposed to work with the Zephyr. That's it. That's what it's supposed to connect to. Otherwise, it just drops down like a containment sh- yeah. cell from hell. The fact that it can securely airlock with the lighthouse, I'm like <laughs> I don't buy that for a second, guys. I don't buy that for a second. I mean aliens living on a shard of earth I'll buy, but that containment no, nah, I'm not yeah. gonna buy it. Nope. Nothing is that universal. Nope. Take that back for a refund. <laughs> Because I ain't buying
1: it. All right. Well, that's episode 10 of season five of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Past Life. We look ahead to next week, episode 11 All the Comforts of Home. Now I'm going to get stressed about this show all over again. <laughs> but I've liked it. I mean, it, black or white, has it been a success, Maddie, this future storyline?
0: I think so. Because it think... was a
1: big, big gamble going in. When you yeah. realize they're in a future in space and Earth's destroyed, it's like, oh, but have you bitten off more than you can chew? Yeah. And I feel I've like. Liked it.
0: I feel like the old sets will be gone now. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't have the room to keep the old shield facility, you know, the, the Peggy Carter facility they were in. They wouldn't be able to keep those sets just in mothballs and then build all these new sets Mm. on a different lot. I don't think they'd be allowed that much room. Mm. So it's like when they come back to the, to the future, uh, to the present, What's going to happen? I can't see them going back to that facility. Mm. So are they just going to be on the run? Or Yeah. What's, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. But yeah, I think maybe there was one or two episodes there that were a bit of a filler. Mm. But I mean, it's what? It's a 22 uh, episode season. Yeah. So they already did scale it back one episode already from doing it halfway. Mm. So they have scaled it back to 10, which I think it probably could have been done in eight. Yeah. But for the most part, I found it really enjoyable.
1: Yeah, so did I. Actually, that would have been a really tight eight episodes if it would have done that. Yeah, I wish, uh,
0: I'm just at the moment watching uh, Luke Cage Season 2. Mm. I wish they'd done it eight episodes. Right. It's, it's a stretch at 13. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, it's I a mean, stretch.
1: All right, so until our uh, next week's chat on Episode 11, you can check out all of our old podcasts, including S.H.I.E.L.D., Marvel's The Gifted, our uh, DC TV chats, which Maddie has absolutely no part of because... He does not want any. Also, our sister station, Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Um, otherwise, check out Get Into Geek on the socials. Like, subscribe, share, all that sort of stuff. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Let's talk some geeky goodness. Maddie. At High Pitch Maddie on the stuff. And we'll see you back next week for more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: GetIntoGeek.com